Hello, I'm Janet. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. And we are two girls and a bottle of wine. Because, because men like <laughs> men like <I> food. <laughs> and girls like wine. It's been a while since the three of us have gathered, and I was wondering if you guys would remember your parts. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. The three of us are back together again. How are you girls doing? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Okay. It's been a rough. I've been dropping that. F-bombs everywhere. Yeah, I'm stressed, but it's fine. It's all fine. Good. It's all fine. (laughs) It's all fine. Ashley, how are you? I've been stressed. Work has been stressful and, um, and you're being loud. No. (laughs) You might not have been able to hear that. No, Um, we were not. Oh, Amber (laughs) could. But, uh... Work's been stressful, and we've been house hunting. And if you've done any kind of house hunting in the city of Denver, or I think it's all over. I talked to someone in PA today, and they were like, "It's been a month. We can't find a house that we can get." They just go like crazy. We've uh, we have been second Mm. on four offers, and um, all of them we have bid at least eight thousand up to 28,000 over their asking and not one. Wow. That's insane. I mean, Nick was talking about how he sometimes wishes we had a little extra time before we had to purchase, before we went ahead and purchased our house. Cause he thought that the market might be better right now, but I think it's actually worse because there's so many more people now looking for houses right now. And so you're running into those issues because my friends, uh, I want to say Pat and Ashley, but it's Pat and Tad. Um, They've been running into the same things you are. We're... Sorry, that was Pat. You know he has to make an appearance. I know. He always is like the noisiest person on the podcast. How do you live time. with that? That's so loud. I think he like does it on purpose. He does it. I just Does I, he want to be like, on the podcast? The just throw him some headphones. We'll we'll FaceTime yeah. him in. <laughs> We're not even supposed to be talking about Pat on the podcast. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, Amber, yesterday was your birthday. It was. How was your birthday experience in the, was, these times? You know, it was fine. I'm not a big birthday person anyways. Like, I don't like to go all out. And so... um we chose not, normally we go out for like a really nice sushi dinner or something like that, but um, we chose not to go out for dinner because um, we want to practice, even though I've already had coronavirus, we don't know how long it's living in my system and it's still active. And um, we also want to take into consideration those around us. And so we chose who, not to go out don't want to be around you. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So, but Nick made an amazing dinner. So he made some scallops and uh, shrimp and shaved Brussels sprouts with like this cream sauce. Um, Nick has recently in our house become a chef and I no longer cook. So fancy. Congrats. I know. That sounds like fancier than than some of Pat's meals. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, It was really good. And so now I come up with recipes and I send them to Nick. (laughs) And Nick figures out how to make them. So it's great. I no longer cook. That's the rule. So I don't have to clean. I don't have to cook. I just get a glass of wine and it's great. 
Wait, Wait he cleans too? I was going to oh, say, yeah. if he cooks, you should be cleaning. Oh, no, I'm not allowed to clean. <laughs> Pat, Pat just shook his head and goes, no, I don't do that. Because <laughs> that's Steve and I's rule. I do the cooking. He does the same thing. He sends me recipes. And then he cleans. Nope. Nick has told me multiple times that I clean wrong. Oh. So um, he has a very particular way to clean. Like, I'm, I can, like, clean stuff up. Like, I can, like, move stuff. But I don't like clean. He cleans. Oh, I get that. I mean, so. being the cleaner in our house, I, I get having a particular way of cleaning. Like, yeah. for instance, I have a very different way of cleaning the house if I'm just like light surface cleaning than if I'm deep cleaning. There's a methodology to it. Mm. Yeah. And it's just easier when Pat stays out of my way. <laughs> yeah. That's how Nick feels. He's like, just sit on the couch or leave the house. Yeah. I'll clean. And then we're done. But we <laughs> so. split meal making we used to but i said no more he's making such good meals and he like really takes into consideration and like goes out where i'm just like "Eh, let's throw it together and be done with it so that's awesome my best friend is my crock pot yeah yeah throw it together especially on nights like this when we've got like the podcast and i just need it to be ready on time because girls i am like successfully intermittent fasting for four weeks in a row Nice. Yes. I have the app. It tells me when I can start eating every day and then I tell it when I'm done eating for the day. And yes. That's cool. How do you like it? I I like it. I'm not like dropping pounds like I had hoped. Um, But I do feel like I'm I'm less inflated. I don't know. Like my ankles aren't swollen (laughs) like they used because I've always had big ankles. They've always retained water. Um, I just feel better. Good. I'm hangry. That's awesome. I'm hangry That's- by noon. <laughs> it hasn't. It hasn't like stopped. Like because I felt like a month was about where I my body started getting used to it, and I like stopped having that like those hunger pains early. I don't have the hunger pains if I'm. It's just like if I'm not. If it's not a busy day, like if I'm not keeping myself busy, I'm like, oh, food. You yeah. know. But I'm I'm not losing weight, but I'm not gaining weight, and yeah, it's fine. See, that's why I did the intermittent fasting um, because, I, like, I just felt better on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, and it's a control thing. I feel like I'm in control. That's yeah, a good that's very true. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about, Amber, is uh, you are in love with TikTok. Oh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> like, I randomly get notified. Amber Rodriguez has uploaded a TikTok. Oh, I have drafts that are sitting there that I haven't even uploaded yet. And you, like, actually sing on one of them. I do, yeah. I thought I'd give it a try. See how it worked out. It was really good. Ashley, it's a reason to download TikTok, if not I, for any other reason. There's no reason to download TikTok, so I'll just live vicariously through you guys. <laughs> but Amber, you got to support Amber. <laughs> I support her by putting up with her. Oh, uh, dang. <laughs> fair. So, Ashley, um, it was Amber's birthday. She loves TikTok. Anything new with you? Um, <laughs> That's I a statement. A it's still very long. It is very long. Um, <laughs> she cut off a small dog, probably more hair than Butterfly has. Um. <laughs> And 
because she went through and thinned it. I hadn't had a haircut since January uh, because of the whole COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went and got my hairs cut and it was amazing and it felt so good to get my hair. The, my favorite part is the, the shampoo. Like when I'm rich and famous or not famous, but if I'm rich one day, like that, I would pay for somebody once a week to wash my hair. Like that is what my splurge would be. <laughs> Interesting. Just to massage your scalp. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. It does. Yeah. I, I love it. My old hair salon was really good about that. My new one, not so much. She's Russian. She's just there to get it done. Um, but I still love her. How was yeah. your salon experience in COVID? It was, it was good. They have truly downsized. So I'm, I would say that I'm closer than um, just like client uh, hair stylist relationship. Because, like, I have my hairstylist phone number and, like, we'll text every once in a while. And mm-hmm. um, she – we keep making plans to hang out and we it just hasn't happened. And obviously because of COVID, now it's really not happening. But anyway, she's part owner in the salon and um, they had to cut back, obviously, exponentially because of COVID. So now they are only allowed to have two cutters in there at one time because of the space allocations. So when I got there, it was in the evening. So she was really the only one, like they were just finishing up with somebody in front of me, but other than that, it was just me. Um, and they made me do the questionnaire and then we both washed our hands and everyone was wearing masks. And, um, so it was good. Like I didn't feel uncomfortable at all. Good. Um, I felt, felt like it was pretty good. I love a good hair day. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, why don't we jump into the stuff? Let's do it. So this first topic, I had to like double take when I saw this headline. I was like, what? I love Cheez-Its. Like Amber, before I knew about your issue with chewing, how many times was I eating Cheez-Its? It's like my all-time favorite snack. Um, so they're coming out with a limited edition Cheez-It and house wine package, and it's half Cheez-Its and half rosé. Yeah, it looks really sweet. Like, I didn't see this on our, um, docs before, but... I think I added it today. Okay, because I'm looking at it now, and it looks really sweet. Um, and it's the second year that Kellogg's and Original House Wine of Walla Walla, Washington Walla Walla! I love Walla Walla. I just like saying it. Uh-huh. Um, so apparently this is like the second time they've done this. But I don't ever remember. Last year it was with Red Wine Blend and it sold out in minutes. But I don't even remember seeing that. Me either. No. And I think it goes on sale this Saturday. Right? I think so. I'm trying to find the. It goes on sale 2 p.m. East. No, Thursday. Yes. 2 p.m. Eastern Thursday oh. ahead of Saturday's National Wine and Cheese Day. Ah. So this Thursday at noon our time. So if you want it, set your calendars because I bet it'll sell out in minutes. Since I don't have the article in front of me, can you explain what what this is? (laughs) So it's a box that's half Cheez-It and a box that is half rosé. So it has three liters of rosé and mm -hmm, 20 servings of Cheez-It white cheddar crackers. So the box is split in half. 
And it's a combo pack, and you can buy it for $29.99. Got it. Okay, so it's like a pairing, but mm-hmm. like sold in one box. Okay. Yes. yes. I thought like Cheez-Its were actually coming out with cheese and that they were pairing it with wine. I was a little So confused. maybe it's good that you don't look at the, do- at the <laughs> topics, because then when we don't make sense, you can be like, wait, right. clarification, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and then for those that don't have the opportunity to get this, Cheez-It has some suggestions. They suggest extra cheesy Cheez-Its with Pinot Grigio, Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its with Cabernet Sauvignon, Cheez-It Duos, which are Sharp Cheddar, and Parmesan, my favorite, with Chardonnay. Oh, nice. Yes. I don't really like Chardonnay, but I can see it. Yeah, so this Saturday... We should all celebrate National Wine and Cheese Day. Yeah, I know. I think my dinner will be wine and cheese. Yeah. Tell tell Nick. He'll make it for you. Uh, Nick's not going to be home on Saturday night. Oh, so it's solo fun. Ooh, yeah. Where's he going to be? Um, so our friends Jim and Britt are going out of town. So Nick is going to stay at their house from Thursday night to Sunday. So that way he can watch their dogs and pig. They have a pig. Oh, and the chickens. And chickens. And the bees. Where do they live? They live um, in Arvada. <laughs> okay. Which is not a rural town. Nope. But they have an amazing backyard. And so they have like a chicken coop. And I think they have like, oh, they just had baby chicks, I think. I can't remember. But they had like four or five chickens. And then they also have beehives. Um, and so they have the honey and they have a huge garden. Mm-hmm. Um, they even have like a little greenhouse and then um, they have a pig that sleeps inside. What's the pig's um, name? The pig's name is Samson. Oh. And then they have three dogs. Um, their third dog is newer. So I can't remember that one's name, but they have Hal and um, uh, I can never remember her name because they call her a nickname. They call her Miha, and I don't remember what her actual name is. But. So you're going to have what Ashley had a few weekends ago. You're going to have. A weekend to yourself. Do what you want. Watch what you want. Yeah. Eat what you want. Ashley, yeah. you got any tips Just, for? Her? Um, dead to me. I really, I yeah, dead to me. That was I watched Dead to Me. Oh yeah. I um, took the dogs to the DP twice a day. I really got my walk in. Um, I I laid out in the middle of the bed and didn't have to worry about anybody. It was beautiful. Yes. Um. I ate cookie dough and didn't feel guilt. Oh, yeah. I will be having uh, Chinese food at some point because Nick's not a huge (laughs) Chinese person. So I always get Chinese food when he's gone. Um, And then he is going to meet me at the uh, dog park. So we will. um, That wasn't me. (laughs) It was me. There was a notification. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then. I forgot what else I was going to say, but yeah. Are you going to watch Dead to Me? I'm going to watch Dead to Me, but I might also want to watch Schitt's Creek or... um, Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I haven't seen that one, and then there was one other one that I thought I saw something about, but I can't remember. Do you have have HBO Max? I don't think we do. Okay. They have a new Golden State Killer documentary on their um, series that I think they're... They just released the fourth of six episodes, and I'm waiting because I do not like watching documentary series. 
as they come out because then I always yeah. forget to go back and rewatch it. So I agree. Ashley. The, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say by that time, the whole thing might be out so you could binge it. Sweet. Ashley, have you caught up with um, Dirty John? Yes. I watched the last episode the other day. Amber, did you watch him? Again, nope. something to do. You have a lot to do this weekend. I know, but <laughs> so I might like clean up the office and do some other stuff around the house. And Thursday actually, through I'm- Sunday. That can be done in one day. Half a day. I know, but I'm lazy. And <laughs> then I like Nick. to read. Tell Nick that's part of his duties before he leaves. Clean this room. <laughs> if you want to be gone for me for four days, you're leaving me all by myself. You got to do this. It's the guilt trip. Okay. All right. Well, you're listening. So. I also played video games. I don't know if you're a video gamer. Well, I play games on my phone. <laughs> what games? But I do not play video games. Games on my phone? Yeah. Um. So I play, Um. what is it called? It's the house game. So, um, it is called, uh, yes, Housescape. I see. I I get advertised all the time on any app I use. I'm obsessed with it and I can't stop playing it. So I play it all the time when I just need like a nice little unwind and something that's like mindless. Um, that is what I do. Or I sit on TikTok for three hours. So we'll see a lot of, or I will see a lot of TikToks this weekend. Yeah, maybe. And I'll be like, get off your TikTok. Watch Dead to Me. Watch Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story. Because, oh my gosh, so good. It was really good. So good. They did. It's such a sad story. I go back to the fact that I don't know how to feel about her because she was like forced into her craziness, but Mm -hmm. she's still responsible for her actions. So, like, I'm just, I'm so torn. And I like, don't think she seemed really sorry about it. Well, I don't think she did either. Like, I mean, oh yeah, even to this day, that's why she's I not even, getting paroled, right? But um, I don't think she felt sorry about it. But I think somebody, I think towards the end of that, they said she needs mental help, and oh, she's yeah. not going to get that in prison. And that's exactly correct. That is true. And if you don't know what we're talking about, the Betty Broderick story. It was a housewife. In like the 70s, 80s? 80s. That, yeah, yeah, definitely 80s clothes in this show. Um, that her husband went to medical school, then law school, and she was with him the whole time. And then became a successful lawyer, ran away with his secretary, and left her in the dust. And she went cray-cray and killed him and his new wife. Yep. Yeah, but it's a great story. Pretty much. Pretty much. But I will say, Amanda Pete, amazing actress. So some of uh, some of those jury members they were interviewing, horrible actors. Like, <laughs> not sure how they even got the role. But they seem like true jury members. <laughs> they they like. Do you remember back in the day when Discovery used to do like the fake documentary series where like they did one about a mermaid or something like that? Yes. Yeah. And they would do like these fake interviews. That's how these people were. They were just horrible actors. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure they were like reading off scripts from from actual like what the juror members said. Right. Yeah, probably. So if that doesn't make you want to watch Amber, I give up. <laughs> well, I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't watched it. It's I uncomfortable lazy when it comes to watching TV shows like there's all these things that I want to watch, but then I never really have the motivation to actually go and watch it. Yep. I feel you. Huh. 
I feel you. <laughs> okay. I'm with you. Like, I really have, like, I have to be in the right mood to watch a movie. I have to be in the right, yeah. like, after this whole COVID thing, I was not watching Dateline or any of the true crime things because it was just, like, too sad. And <laughs> just the other day, I watched one because Dateline's been having some new episodes. So I watched one and then I kind of got on a kick and I watched like three. So it's really like dependent on the situation, like how I'm feeling at that moment. <laughs> if you fall yeah. into the hole of, or not. Mm-hmm. Our next story, because I love friends, I yeah. had to share this. Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox made a cute PSA encouraging people to wear masks. Amber, do you want to tell us about it? Um, yeah, actually I got distracted cause I thought it was the other one about their friend, Kevin, but, um, it's part so of it. <laughs> they posted a photo of themselves wearing masks, but they also put their, um, uh, Courtney Cox's dogs. I think it is, mm-hmm. um, with little masks on them and showed that they, and basically just said, you know, just put it on. Um, and it's super cute and it has, uh, like this, what does it say? Eventually the reluctant pup. Oh yeah. It's the little puppies. I forgot. So the pup is like holding the mask and the other one is barking at it. And there's like these words that come up and it's like, just put on the mask. And so finally the dog puts the mask on and then it's responding. The other dog is saying, I've never been more attracted to you. And then it ends with Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston and the dogs all wearing masks. And then, um, yeah, so it's just a super cute little one before they had to post their other one. Right, which was um, a picture of their their friend who had um, COVID in April. And the picture was him in a hospital bed, like looking very sickly. And she posted, we can't be so naive to think we can outrun this if we want this to end. And we do, right? The one step we can take is to please hashtag wear a damn mask. Just think yeah. about those who've already suffered through the horrible virus. Do it for your family and most of all for yourself. COVID affects all ages. Yeah, and their friend Kevin has shown, like, he has a ventilator on, so he's basically asleep, and he has hooked up to all these things, but he has a ventilator to help him breathe, because it does affect your breathing quite significantly, and they are also making the point that this guy was not ill. Yeah, he he had no pre-existing conditions or anything. Yep, so he just, I mean, there's a lot of reasons that we don't fully understand about how people are getting it and what makes it less extreme versus extreme. Um, and so it was just interesting to see it. And I appreciated the story because I don't think we've seen as much about what COVID actually looks like when you get the extreme end of it. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of which, um, I was saw an article. I'm just going to interject this. Um, interject away on, on the news tonight. Cause I know Amber, we were talking, um, at some point about there's this major question. At least I know my dad's had, he said, why when I go in for my normal blood work, can't they just test me to see if I have antibodies? Um, He's like, how many people around the world like go in for normal blood work all the time and they can't just like tack that on and then they could help get a more accurate sense of where it is. Um, but you roll your eyes. I saw that UC health is starting to do that now. Um, they're giving you an option, a checkbox. If you um, are having blood work done, you can opt in to also be screened for COVID, like so, antibodies. 
My own, the only reason why I roll my eyes is because not everywhere offers it. A lot of hospitals are coming out with antibody testing, but they are also getting overwhelmed. And UC Health is one of those locations in which they take on too much and they don't have a process. So what ends up happening is they get all these people who want antibody testing and then they can't provide the testing um, in a timely manner. Not that it really matters with antibody testing, but um, on the other hand, too, you also have to make sure that they are aware that they could be stuck with the cost of that test. And so although most places probably aren't charging a significant amount of money if they are a profit-making hospital versus non or not-for-profit, um, you don't know what those charges look like. And insurance is not considering that one of those items as we are absolutely going to cover it because it's more of an elective lab versus yeah. a lab that's used for clinical testing. See, I'm glad I brought it up because <laughs> you bring up so many. Like, that was a good PSA, Amber. Well, yeah, and yeah. it was it was beautiful because this is simply an article I saw on TV. So all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wow. But yeah, to your point, there's all these things that the normal public doesn't think about. Yeah. And I mean, if you're giving convalescent plasma, then your COVID antibody test and your COVID PCR test is all included in that. But um, if you're just wanting to see if you have the antibody, they're not going to, more than likely your insurance isn't going to cover it. So, so and that, that's what was interesting about this article. So they talked to that um, more and more scientists are thinking that our genetics have a lot to do with how you react to the virus. And so that they really do want to grow that pool of people and their blood work and actually be able to, to match their genetics to whether or not they have antibodies or whether or not they had COVID. So the way the article was, it sounded as though it wasn't like, I want to know. It was, oh, yeah, like, sure, you can check to see right. if I had antibodies because I'm getting my normal cholesterol checked. Yeah, but then, so then my head goes to, do they have the right um, consent? So if you're checking the box, does it also provide you a consent form to say, I provide the ability or I consent to the fact that my blood and my antibody information can be shared with multiple organizations and multiple uh, research studies. So yeah, I don't if know they, if they're doing it as part of a research study, then that's totally different. Um, but if you're just offering it to people to offer it to people, um, because I would have to imagine that they'd have to be structuring it somehow because there has to be a certain criteria. They can't just submit all the, sorry, the lab stuff so I can go all day. Yeah. You know, all I was going to say to that was I, I, I have to go get blood drawn in like four weeks. So I will see what their little checkbox is and I will do research for you. Come back and report. Perfect. Exactly. Do it. How about we jump into bachelor news, bachelor nation news. Let's do it. First up, like I saw this and I didn't share it with you guys. Because I was a little and sad. And then you shared it like a couple days later. And I was like, yep. Had it ready to put in the dock. Blake Horseman. He's dating someone new. Mm. And they're going yeah. slow. What? Uh, Ashley, I, what? You know my opinions on Blake. Come on. I mean, she's probably a 21-year-old person. I was going to I was gonna say something not nice and then I decided not to because I'm sure she is a very nice person but I think knowing knowing his style I feel like she's 21 and doesn't know what she wants out of life I think he's definitely taking some uh chapters out of Ben Higgins book though because 
I don't know how they met, but my guess is, is that they probably did meet somehow on social media, unless it's someone else who is in the spotlight. But um, it says that she is not, li- she doesn't live in Colorado. So she doesn't live in his home state, which is very similar to Jess Clark. Mm-hmm. And then um, he hasn't announced it. And Jess and Ben waited like 10 months before they announced it to make sure that she was ready for that spotlight. So I don't know what it'll look like here. Um, but it's very interesting. There's speculations that it might be Holly Allen since she broke up with Jackson from Big Brother. Um, but See, that made me happy. Oh, I would like that. Oh, I don't know how I would feel about that. <laughs> I was very like, ooh, that's an awesome idea. Because <laughs> they, yeah, I... they were seen out to... to dinner together but i guess she and him have a mutual friend here in denver and they were just out as friends and with friends well, catching up. but in the article about blake it does say that him and this woman have mutual friends in denver so they mm-hmm. probably will be meeting up often so i right? mean it still could be holly and he said they're taking it slow doing lots of zoom stuff so hmm. Now, if you were this girl and you knew his track record, would you trust him? I'd be very weary. I know, right? I'm a big lover of the Blake Horseman, but as a, a female, if I were actually considering dating someone like that, I, I would be very, like, cautious. <laughs> yeah, but I think at the same time, just to play devil's advocate, he's in so much of the spotlight that if something happened, you know right away. You would That's hope. true. You would hope. That's true. You think Bachelor Nation would help keep him honest, But then you don't know right? who's just trolling and making stuff up. Well, right. I mean, you have the whole uh, Jenna and um, yeah. Jordan scenario. Oh, man. I'm still upset by that. I know. But she's happy now, I guess. She has a baby. Mm-hmm. Super cute. So we'll see. Maybe one day we'll be introduced to this mystery girl. Yeah. In other news... Colton dating Lucy Hale. This is the weirdest thing. Like you sent it, or whoever sent it. Was it was it me. Okay. No, I sent it, and I, I was like, "What the hell?" Like my mm-hmm. mind was blown. Yeah, and TMZ uh, posted a photo of them hiking together in Los Angeles, um, and they they say that they're doing casual hike dates. Yeah, and that there's no chance that he's ever going to have another rela- or a relationship with uh, Cassie ever again. No. So did, did you see where um, Demi um, was? Did some interview and she was like, "I've tried, but Cassie won't talk to me about it. She won't tell me the deets." <laughs> and yeah, I she didn't that was tell funny. anybody the deets. It's just everyone's freaking out, saying that she did. Hmm. But that that's definitely been a bit more dramatic of a break. What we talked about that last week. Um, I haven't seen much about it this week outside of Demi no, doing the I interview. Think it died. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think so. Any other Bachelor people news that I didn't catch? I tried and I was like, usually there's more, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I haven't really seen much. Yeah, I follow the hashtag Bachelor Nation on Instagram and Google, but. Not a lot coming across. There's the whole, are they, aren't they, Becca and Garrett. Yeah. Garrett? Garrett, yeah. Okay. But they are still commenting on each other's posts and stuff like that. So either they're doing it just to make sure that people don't, like, 
whatever, or maybe they really are working on it. I don't know. Which, wait, I have a question about that. Do Janet, because I don't think Nick has social media, Amber? He does. He just doesn't do anything with it. Um, And Pat doesn't really have social media. Do you and Steve comment on each other's things a lot? Not really. Okay. Because I always thought that was weird because they always talk about how they comment like long posts on each other's. And I'm like, we live together. Are they still long distance? Well, there have been like reports that they're living separately right now. Yeah. But even when Steve was in Texas for two months, he would like a story or like a photo, but it's not like we're commenting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll text. I'll be like, dude, you you typoed that last posting. You know, I won't comment on it. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick has Facebook and Instagram, but he does not like he'll comment personally to me. But he never comments on my post, nor does he like it or share it or anything like that. He's just not that. He just doesn't do that. But we have had family members and other people comment and be like, how come you didn't comment on Amber's post? How come you didn't share Amber's post? And, like, my stuff isn't, like, Steve's stuff is, you know, his comedy and stuff like that in your guys' vlog that you share. And so um, it's not like I posted a photo of Piper and he needs to share it. Like, I normally tag him or whatever. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's all very interesting. People will look into things when it comes to celebrities, quote-unquote, like that, yeah. all the time. All day long. Mm-hmm. They have no lives. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's fine. Um, the Bachelor Mansion. I thought this article was very interesting. And then, um, on my way to go pick up the cat from the vet this afternoon... Ashley, I talks about the same article in their podcast. I do want to say that this was in our notes before Ashley I's podcast, but came <laughs> to my ears. I thought it was a very interesting article about the Bachelor Mansion and some secrets about the iconic house. Yes. Amber, um, do you want to start? <laughs> sure. So um, the first interesting fact. So it was actually built in 2004, Um, which might be why we did not see it in the original Bachelor with um, Alex Michelle. And the home was listed in 2008 for a reported $8.75 million. So, Ashley, how much would that be worth today? (laughs) I don't know. You're the the brain of this operation. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. California market's crazy. I'd say that was 12 years ago. 12 to 15. 12 to 15 now? Yeah. Well, because it's also 9,000 square feet on 10 acres of property with six bedrooms and an infinity pool. Infinity pool. I would live there. Like another million. Wow. I don't have 12 million. No, no. None of us do. I did. (laughs) Um, Number two, the contractor and president of the Marshall Group, Marshall Herendon. Did I do that okay? Um, And his family live in the Agora Hills mansion whenever production isn't filming. All right. That's weird. Is that weird to, like, live there part-time? Well, wait for it. There's more facts that will, like, dig deeper. (laughs) Um, So it's known as the Villa de la Vina, which is the mansion is actually available to rent for events like receptions, corporate conferences, and yes, proposals. You can also book 
Chris Harrison. We should do a podcast there one day and have Chris events. Harrison on. <laughs> right? Road yeah. trip. Yep. It'll be great. So, um, bachelor people are at the mansion um, 42 days twice a year, the owner um, told Us Weekly um, about when the show takes over his house. Everything leaves. Everything that's not tied down, that's not part of the home. Curtains, TVs, pots, and pans, clothes. Everything leaves the house in one day and goes out. And then they take two weeks to put it together the way they want it. And then they shoot for X amount of days, and then they spend two weeks putting it back. So in one day, they remove all their personal possessions in a massive house. Does the, the Bachelor's, like, crew does this? It, I think it sounds like they are responsible. I'm sure they have it down to like an art at this point since it's been happening yeah. since 2008. Um, or I think I'm sure they have a system. And imagine how decluttered your life would be if twice a year you had to move all of your earthly possessions out of your house. That just gives yeah, me so much excitement. Like you would only keep things that you truly wanted. Yep. Very good point. Well, and what I find interesting is that the next fact is the fact that production actually changes the paint colors every time they use the mansion. And so um, the owner of the house said that, or the mansion, uh, they'll paint it to the colors they want, whether it's a man or it's a woman, bachelor, bachelorette. Um, They'll change the motif and then they paint it back and forward a lot. They paint it back and forward a lot. Got it. Okay. So um, it actually receives about 44 coats of paint. Yeah. That's a lot of paint. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How thick are those walls? (laughs) Yeah. Think about, like, those videos of the people who do, like, 100 layers of their nail polish. But do you think they they may go through a process of removing layers at some point? They have to, right? I don't know. Feel like they would have to. Okay. Um, and then when the show is filming, production pays to put the the owner and his family up in a local hotel as part of their deal, which is renewed each season. And the owner says it's definitely a hassle. Oh, shut up! <laughs> First of all, you could say no. Second of all, you're getting paid a shit ton of money. Thirdly, you get to live in a Wait, hotel. Did it say that? I didn't see where it said they get paid a shit ton of money. I'm sure oh, is that not get... listed in here? Because I know that they I'm get sure a shit ton of money to do this. this they must like... to go through all of the hoopla. When Ashley yes. was originally commenting, I thought that there was a uh, fact in here because I've read articles in the past of how much, like, this guy gets paid good money. Mm-hmm. This is not like, oh, I'm going to give you $1,000 to rent this for two weeks. No, this bitch gets like a million dollars. It's ABC money. Sort. ABC money. Yeah. So, um, I really have an inappropriate comment about this next one, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Why? Um, how does the iconic driveway stay glistening all night long on the first night? Um, it's been a question for quite some time. How is it that people don't know that it gets hosed? (laughs) What do they think? That like men are just going out there and whacking it on there to get it all shimmery and shiny? No, no. No. Somebody is hosing it. (laughs) I thought maybe it was a special kind of like, like no. Nope. It always looks like water. 
It looks shiny. Like a top nail coat. I don't Whatever, know. they could put some glitter on it and make it more interesting. As for the contestants, when, when they're staying in the house, they have full access to the kitchen and can cook whatever they want and have access to almost anything. They can make a grocery list and they can get some sort of whatever they want. Basically, it's the human version of Postmates. Yes. Hmm. So you're craving I mean, Chinese food, you could get some Chinese food. And hey, with the quarantine going on, I mean, that's not a bad deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so prepare for college flashbacks as the cast has access to two bathrooms downstairs and two bathrooms upstairs. However, the property actually has nine bathrooms in total, but they apparently only have access to these four. Um, and the getting ready is all upstairs where the bedrooms are. It's like a pressure cooker just to like help the drama thrive. Yeah. Ashley, did you have a comment? <laughs> um, I was just going to say, I might have to put you guys on mute for a second and be right back. Okay. The, right. the dog is pounding on the door. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> Next up, the franchise has filmed every season at the mansion since 2007, aside from okay. Emily Maynard's Bachelorette season, which was filmed in her hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. And now, of course, Claire Crawley's season is not being filmed at the mansion. Wah, wah, wah. Why was Emily Maynard's season not filmed in the Bachelor Mansion? What was the reason for that? I don't was know. it before? No, that doesn't make any sense either. Amber, I don't huh. have answers to these questions. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Let's move on. I did wonder, and I thought maybe you might know, did you watch her season? No, I didn't watch her season, so that's why I don't think I realized that it wasn't filmed there oh. either, because I never watched it. Mm. So, um, let's see. Number 11. Uh, given the franchise's popularity, the Herodin family has dealt with their share of unexpected visitors I over the years. I can imagine. I was just going to say the same thing. So people think that when the show's on TV, it's happening at the house, which, all right. <laughs> and sometimes when we come home for dinner at 9 or 10 at night, there are people outside the gate climbing over the fence or on top of their cars trying to take pictures. Like, come on, people, get your shit together. Right. Like when I drove by the full house, the house from Full House, like there's signs all up in front of it that says, oh, "This I'm is sure. like a family lives here. Back away." And yeah. then the last one in 2018, the infamous property was in grave danger during the Woolsey Fire that ravaged much of Southern California. With the Hollywood Reporter reporting at the time that the rapid moving brush fire reached the house's patio and the another house on the property that is used for production purposes, was also reportedly destroyed. Fortunately, Villa de la Vina remained mostly unscathed by the natural disaster. I don't know. I thought that was a fun article. No, that was really interesting. Very I insightful. was surprised that they didn't talk about how much they pay the guy, though. But <laughs> whatever. It would be interesting to know. Did you find out why Emily Maynard's season didn't? No. I thought you were I Googling. I was, and I'm having a hard time finding, like, a really straight answer. Hmm. So I'm still, I'm, I'm looking. Because I don't understand. Ashley, are you back? Yeah, and then Porter took over my spot. <laughs> <laughs> Life of a dog mom. So, really good news is it's confirmed that they have started filming Claire's season yes. of The Bachelor at... 
I almost said Bachelor. Woohoo! So it should be good to be on time to air. When is it airing? Um, I don't know, but I am glad that they uh, took my advice because I think we discussed this. So what? we said, you know, why not film it in like a hotel or somewhere where they can all be quarantined, yeah. do the testing, yada, yada, yada. They are doing and nobody that. Leaves. And it was yeah. kind of like a last minute thing. Like Claire posted, I found out maybe two hours ago, actually, when I'll be going down and the final day that I'm leaving. So it's very, very soon. Um, and she arrived sometime in, in this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the um, cast and the crew were sequestered ahead of time. And the entire show will be filmed from one quarantine location, which we talked about last week, the resort. Yeah. And I still can't find where it says it starts, but I have a feeling it's probably like September, October. Right. That makes sense. And so. the resort... We got more details, Amber. And it actually, is not it La is not Quinta a La Quinta Hotel. Inn. It's the La Quinta <laughs> Resort and Club in La Quinta, California. It's probably not even associated with the La Quinta chain. Um, it features 41 pools, 53 hot spas, 23 tennis courts, five golf courses, seven restaurants, and 796 guest rooms. So... Um, and the resort is set to reopen publicly in September. So they should be done filming by September. Nice. Yeah. So I'm guessing it'll probably start in September then. Yeah. And that sounds like a lot of room. They'll be able to be oh, creative. Oh, sure. I, yeah. Ashley, are you excited about this new Bachelorette um, setup? I guess. <laughs> okay. You know what? Be interesting. I'm just excited for Chris Harrison not to constantly ask everybody for their advice to Claire as oh. she goes. Because, like, that's – I'm so sick of him asking that. Yeah, I get that. But, Ashley, do you have any advice for Claire? <laughs> <laughs> um, and The Bachelorette is going to air on a new day. So with the fall schedule – um, the Bachelorette is going to air at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays rather than Mondays. Ooh. What, I, what I, Ashley? You look concerned. Are you uncomfortable? No. Are you just uncomfortable because of the dog? Yeah. Okay. Uncomfortable because of the dog. <laughs> you know, so I've looked at like 30 different articles while we've been talking, <laughs> and none of them say anything about why they didn't do it at the mansion. It just keeps saying oh, this was revealed, or it's wasn't You know it why? Here. Probably because that guy and his family were like, fuck you. No, <laughs> no. This is, goes back to a comment that we had. Oh, yeah. Emily Maynard is the only season outside of Claire's that hasn't been filmed at the mansion. And oh. it was filmed in her hometown. And she's yeah, trying to find out why. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about this season. No, this season makes nope. sense. They got to have a place that's big enough where everyone can be quarantined and have special dates and special connections without being in four bathrooms. Yeah, but this, the Emily Maynard season was done in North Carolina, so I don't understand. Yeah. Which one's Emily Maynard? She was the blonde that Brad Womack chose. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh. Um, so what is Claire looking for in a man? 
And she says, for me, the most important thing is that I want a man that um, will take off his armor. I want a man who is strong, willing to take off the body armor, open himself up and be vulnerable. It just sounds like she's really ready to get married. Yeah. I have a comment about Emily. Sorry. (laughs) I was just thinking about it. (laughs) Yes. Was she the only bachelorette that has had children? I, I I don't know. I don't know that I realized that she had children. She had a daughter. So I'm wondering if they that could be uh, changed it to accommodate her because she wasn't willing to be in California the whole time away from her daughter. Yeah. So you did watch the Emily Maynard season? No. Oh. But I watched the Brad oh. Womack thing and... Uh, okay. Got it. <laughs> That does make make sense. It does. That makes sense. We'll say that's the reason why, Amber. Okay. Put down the Google search bar. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I'm ready for the next one. All right. And the last piece of everything we know about Claire's season so far, there's not going to be any travel. Um, And so now they have found the resort that sounds pretty massive. um, And hometown dates are still up in the air. Um, so we'll see how this goes. I'm very excited. I think that they can be really creative. Um, I hope there's some fun dates, like a bouncy house. Wouldn't that be a fun date? No. Um, (laughs) I don't see Claire going in a bouncy house, but I could be wrong. I was just thinking it's going to be very difficult to be creative with dates, but I'm interested to see what the producers come up with. These are Hollywood producers. They should be no. able, they make the bucks that they should be able to be creative. It's, you know, it's going to probably be, there's going to be a lot of really dumb, stupid shit, like painting our bodies while we're wearing swimsuits and rolling around on a canvas. No, they've already talking done that. about what the colors feel, make us feel. <laughs> I'm sorry, is Nick running this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, or that would be what the colors make us taste. Oh, uh, <laughs> what they taste. <laughs> Yes. All right. So let's talk about Brad Womack's flashback from last Wait, night. What? No. Oh, okay. What? You, no. Um, I thought we were going to go over the men. We are. That'll be the last thing before we go. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm so excited. Whoa. What's Ashley doing? She looks very excited about something. I am. And I will tell you guys later. Awesome. <laughs> Off podcast. All right. So briefly, let's talk about Brad Womack's recap last night. And then we're going to do the first impression of Claire's men with Amber and Ashley. Ashley, you're going to need to be able to pull up a web browser. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Okay, give me a second. Let me get my computer. And Ashley is also going to have to help you with the Brad Womack's uh, flashback Hmm. from last night. Because... I may not have watched it. I watched par- I watched the first one and then I fell asleep, guys. I am just old. Well, so I so I didn't I get actually... home. Go ahead. I didn't get home from work until like six thirty, and then that was very loud in my ear. I was like, "Was that me?" No, I'm sorry. No. Oh. <laughs> um. And then Nick made dinner, and then I was just trying to like relax and get things done, and then which we will talk about or I'll announce what I was watching. Um, 
during our what are you watching portion. But there was a brand new show that we've been er, waiting to see. And so I had to watch the episode last night. I was way more excited about that. Well, that's okay. Well, I thought Brad Womack was very sexy. Like, I agreed with with, um, Chris Harrison's statement when Brad's first season started um, filming and he sat down with Brad and he's like, you are the sexiest bachelor that we have had so far. Felt bad for the guys previous to him, but agreed. (laughs) He's very, very tall, blonde, southern gentleman. Mm. Yeah, he was hot stuff. He was. Actually, of all the bachelors... He's like, even though I didn't watch the full season, he was one of my favorites. And he, I I don't mind that he got two opportunities to do it because and I, he's adorable. And I, yeah. And I don't mind that he said no to the girl. Yeah. He did. Yes. Like, that's respectable. I felt bad for them. Yeah. I did. But yes. At least he didn't, like, choose someone just for the show and then, like, break up with them a week later. That's true. It's that true. is true. And then, um, so he goes through one season and he gets down to the two girls and he sends them both home. Um, and that's kind of where I stop. So, a- Ashley, pick it up from there. So then <laughs> he goes on to the second season, which is like three years later. And um, the first girl out of the limo slaps him. <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? It was she for every said- woman that he... Sent home. Yeah. yeah. And um, did she, she ended up it? in his top two. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. She was the top two girl. And then Emily Maynard, I guess, she was also in there. Mm-hmm. And I just liked him. Like, he was personable. He was charming. I he thought was he a was gentleman. well-spoken. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, he didn't seem like, oh, Piper... Piper appearance. Doggy appearance. (laughs) Awesome. So, and then the second (laughs) season, he ended up proposing to Emily Maynard. And I cried. I, like, a little tear of that proposal. Like, it was, it was intense. And then shortly after, they broke it up. Off. Yes. Um, And since the breakup, um... Brad's been pretty quiet. He's not on the socials. He he's not really on the internet. He owns a number of bars in Austin, Houston, and Nashville. I would love to know which ones, but I didn't Google. Um, he's uh, let's see. He did briefly date fellow Bachelor Nation alum Ashley Frazier. Whoa, that was loud. Wow. Stop, Sorry. Ashley. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> it's coming through the ears. That means it's on the podcast. Um, I didn't know who Ashley Frazier was. I guess she was on Sean Lowe's season. Anyone recall? No. And I watched that season and I still don't remember. But they, they split up after just a couple months. He's really got commitment issues. Um, and then he started dating fitness guru Jenna Mays in 2017. Um, and then they kind of drifted apart, I think. No, no, they're still together. Yeah, oh, that's the chick. He's that's with the China. chick. Yes, that's who he brought on the show last night, um, and yeah, I guess when they first met, she was dating someone. Then the second he found out she was single, 
he asked her out, and that was in 2017. So three years, that's a long time for Brad Womack. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it'll work out. It's still on my DVR, but I'm lame, so I fell asleep, and I'm sorry. (laughs) Least I'm honest. I didn't watch it at all. All right, guys, I sent the link to the contestants for Claire's Bachelorette being revealed. Do you guys have it all up? Oh, I have it up. No. I'm trying. Sorry. My computer was dying, and that's why you heard the... (laughs) I can't find it. Okay, I I sent it via text. Oh, that's why. Yeah. I mean, it's on the Google Docs, too, but it is in the text. Well, I was trying to find it in the okay i'll just google us magazine okay all right so they were revealed last week and i was really bummed because we could have talked about this last week but it's good to have both of you here to do this um so are you ready to scroll at amber you're cheating i think i saw your face (laughs) it's because so right when you pull up the article there's one guy who his face just like pops right up and it looks like his head has been squished between two rocks. And I also was And his name at, is AJ, and he's 28 from Irvine, California. Yeah, but they don't give us any details about him. So, Norm, like, I always I like it when, even if they're stupid details, like... Yeah, because now we are just forced to, like, judge them based on their looks. That is the, yeah. that is the like, name of this game, though. Because typically I'm just saying, yeah, they're a teacher from Arkansas, and Amber's like, I don't care, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's called the, Judge a Book by Its Cover. This, this is, is called like Judge a Book by Its what Cover. what society should be like right now. <laughs> yes. We're just doing it in fun, Ashley. All right. <laughs> How about we scroll down to Mr. Brick Wall Guy? Who looks a little bit like Judd Wyatt. Oh, I see that. Do I see? Oh. This is Alex. I He's 28. He's from El and Paso, Texas. I'm sorry, but those shorts, like, are those his boxers? So... Like, I have a I have a problem with this photograph if it was taken by a professional photographer because one of the things that they talk about with photography is like the planes and you can see that with his knee out in the plane the way it is it looks like he has no knee and that his knee is yes. huge compared to the rest of his body. This is very true. So this is a very poor photograph. Does it say who took the photograph? ABC. Oh, ABC. Bad <laughs> job. <laughs> Next up, we have Ben. He's 29 from Indianapolis, Indiana. He looks like a hunk. He looks like he's going to be trouble. Yeah. And I don't... I don't like his hair. Who is that that cartoon character? Like, Wreck-It Ralph? Doesn't he look like Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. He's got a very boxy face. I think that's where the Wreck-It Ralph comes in. Next up, we have Bennett, who is 37 from Atlanta, Georgia. I like At that he is. guys are older. I like that he's 37. <laughs> he has a hairy chest. I was just about to say, I like the hairy chest. He's all, he's Amber cute. does not. I do not. <laughs> he's seasoned. I like it. He I like his face. Smile. But I'm not a fan of the chest hair. He looks like he has his shit together, and he's going to be, like, in this house for a day, and he's going to be like, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. Next up. We have Blake Menar, who's 30, so, from Rock Park, I, Indiana. I think he could be trouble, but I really kind of like him. Like, I think he's got a really nice smile. He's cute. He seems well put together, and he's got tattoos. 
Oh, it's a lamp. I was trying to figure out what it was in the crook of his elbow there. Oh, yeah. It's a genie lamp. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I like this guy. Awesome. Next up, we have another Blake. Another Blake M. Blake Moines from Burlington, Ontario, Canada. He is 29. And does he have chew in his lip? Yeah, I, he's got something in his mouth. I do not like that already. Chewing is bad. It is. We do not like chewing. Oh, Nick <laughs> listens to this, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have Brandon, 28, from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, he's got a stare. <laughs> Amber? <laughs> Does Amber ever have a good reaction? <laughs> no. No. That's why she's so good at this game. He's okay. Look at his stare. Kendall. Yeah, he does. Just wait until the next one. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. dear. Brendan. Okay, so we have Brandon. And now we have Brendan, who's 30, from Milford, Massachusetts. Are these all B-name men so far? I think so. Oh, there were two A's. It's in alphabetical order. Yeah. What were you going to say about Brendan? It looks like he's using the curly girl hair method. Um, He may have plopped his hair into a t-shirt overnight before he took these photos. But he does have very pretty green eyes. I feel like he's channeling Nick Vial. Oh, no. Now I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, you set him up to be Amber's least favorite. Oh, this next oh, one. Yeah, I, I like the him. next one. Chasen. Yeah. I like that name, Chasen. If it, if Ashley, since you're the only one that might have kids one day, if you have a boy, you should consider Chasen. I like that name. Because he's going to be chasing the ladies. <laughs> He'd be chasing the ladies. He's 31 like, from Walnut Creek, California. I like the, the, the laugh line wrinkles around his eyes. I like the... The hair, I like the... I know. The scruff, I like the smile, it's natural. That That's finger through hair, hair. That's like a, I just went like this. Mm-hmm. I just got I out of the out shower or beach. Amber, what are your thoughts? She's taking a gulp of wine. She's chugging the wine. Um, I think that he's somebody who I might end up liking during the season, but first glance... I can see what Ash, what you guys are talking about with the hair and all of that, but I don't know. There's something right away where I'm like, I don't know. I want to hear him talk. I'm afraid he, I want him to have a deep oh. voice, but I'm afraid he might not. If he has a voice like Brad Walmack, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have Chris. He is 27 from St. Louis, Missouri. Or he just took his high school senior photos. He looks like he's going to be a little sweetheart. Like yeah. he's... He just looks young. He looks like he's going to be so nice and I think he's going to get sent home the first night. (gasps) I like this next guy. Next up, we have Collins. He's 30 from Midlothian, Virginia. I like his smile. Yeah, he's got a really nice smile. I find and biceps reminds me a little bit of Shamar Moore almost. Yes. Oh, don't tell Pat that. Like, I just, like, Um, he's got such a big smile, and I like the scruff. Yeah. He, um, I do want to iron his shirt, though. I see that. That's hilarious. I didn't even notice anything except for the cross necklace underneath it. 
I oh, just noticed the job. smile and the biceps. That. I didn't even notice that. Smile and biceps. Yeah. That's what I see. Next up, we have Dale. He's 31 from Brandon, South Dakota. Oh, I like Dale, he's too. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's cold. His nipples are cute. there. <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got some good... Mo- what? Pecs? Oh, or like nips? <laughs> they're not. They're not boobs, but they're they're pecs because yes. they're muscle. I like him. And next we have Demar, who's twenty six from San Diego, California. Is it? Why is he like pulling on his shirt? I know. I don't. Uh, I think he was just caught in mid motion. You know who he kind of looks like? Um, the actor who played Urkel, Jillian uh, Jillian White. A little bit, yeah. He's got a nice smile. He's probably very nice. Yeah. How about Ed, who's 36 from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? GTL. I don't know what that means. What? You guys are like the social people. What does that Jersey mean? Jersey Shore? Jim Tan Laundry? Oh. I think it's what it is. I don't know. But GTL? Come on. <laughs> He definitely I have no looks idea like what GTL he, is. <laughs> maybe it was social media back when Ashley was on social media. Because <laughs> she referenced the Jersey Shore. That hasn't been relevant for like 10 it. years. I never watched it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nick watched it, so I'll yeah. ask him later. Jim Tan Laundry. <laughs> but he's oh, not tan. Jim Tan Laundry. Got it. He's not tan. Okay. So he's like disproportionate. Again, that could be the photo though. ABC sucks. And his pecs are very strange. Yeah. They look like my foods. It's like he has <sighs> like, I don't know. Like they're just stuck and they look weird and like lopsided. I don't know. I don't like it. Very thin. God, these poor guys. See, I would never subject myself ah! to this television show so I that I could too be. soon. Oh, yeah, don't. Ellis from Libertyville, Illinois. Ellis Amber. looks like a lot of guys who I went to college with. Like a chode. A what? I don't actually even know what that term means, but I feel like it's appropriate. Ashley, will you translate? What's a chode? I think it's inappropriate for this podcast. You guys throw the F bomb at least once a week. Uh, all right. I'm going to Google it. All right. I'm going to. It's a slang for oh. a penis wider than it is long. So technically, you're not correct. Yeah, because he's very thin. I don't know. I just, nope. Next. Garen, 34 from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, That shirt's too too busy. There's a lot of flowers. There's a lot of people that can pull that shirt off, and I just don't know that he's one of them. You should just pull it off and get a new one. Yeah. Next up, Gary, 29 from Cleveland, Ohio. Do you notice a trend here, guys? Yes. I do, too. And I like it. Yeah. I'm all about this trend. It's a lot more representation. Lots yeah. more representation. Uh, this guy looks like a football player, but I yeah, like it. Yeah, he does. I like his hair. <laughs> and, like, his shirt looks nice and, like, his body Pat, proportions. Pat's not going to like me watching this season. <laughs> nah, he'll be fine. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. Um, Ivan, 28. Oh, looks like. From he Dallas, looks like Texas. a little sweetie heart who, like, he looks like a sweetheart, but he mom. looks like he's 16. He yeah. does look young. Ooh, I like Jason. He's 31 from Rutland, Vermont. Looks like he's got a really nice tattoo. Mm-hmm. And he reminds me of somebody, but I can't figure out who. I think there's, like, an actor or something that his smile is 
reminding of. Do you also notice that a lot of these of, men have scruff? Yeah. Oh, I'm that's a kind of a trend guy. right now. Um, I mean, I'm all about it, but sorry, Ashley, it, go ahead. He kind of reminds me of Derek Peth. Maybe that's why I like him. Maybe. Derek's dating a model. That might be it. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, I definitely see that. If you cross your eyes, it, maybe, it looks like Derek. Maybe Claire <laughs> was like, I like the scruff, so find me guys with scruff. Have you? Are you looking at Jay, Amber? Is that your response to Jay, 29, from Langhorn, Pennsylvania? I don't like. No. I feel like he owns his own business and he started young. <sighs> That's his background story. He's probably story. a real estate agent and is going to be sent home like the second week. Oh. Uh, how about Jeremy, who's 40, from Virginia Beach, Virginia? You know, he looks normal. He like, has he's a not soul patch. Guy. Isn't that a soul <laughs> patch? Yeah. He he looks I'm with he does look pretty normal. Like he's not like all the other guys. He's not somebody who I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bang him later. No. But he looks like he could be a normal looking guy. Like he might be all right. He okay. could surprise us. What about Joe, thirty six from North Woodmere, New York? No? I wanna see how I, long his hair is, because it looks like he could have like long hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. What? He's got nice biceps, but I'm just not that attracted to him. What about Jordan C. from Southington, Connecticut? He's 26. He looks sweet. He looks like a kid who just got his glasses, and they are and the his wrong t-shirt. size. He just got his t-shirt. Yeah, he did. Unpacked he literally it. just pulled it out of the bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. it has the fold lines. <laughs> uh, the second Jordan. We have Jordan M., who's 30, from Dearborn, mind. Michigan. I, I actually kind of like. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. this guy. He's got he's like got quiet confidence. Amber, don't scroll. Yeah, scroll slowly. Uh, too late. <laughs> too late. Josh, thirty-one from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Of course, he's from Minnesota. He probably <laughs> likes the Vikings. Ashley's face, even. <laughs> I, I really feel I'm, like. When we do this, I know Amber's going to be brutally honest. I try to remember, hey, maybe they might be listening to this podcast and, like, I wouldn't want to be judged on my looks either. So I try to, like, say something that's, like, neutrally well, maybe. But it's this is difficult. <laughs> so that's why, A, I think that we should do these visually so that way people can see our facial reactions. And, B, I think that we often redeem ourselves where we come back and we're like, <laughs> yeah, that's Peppa. <laughs> Ashley's being attacked by a dog with Sorry. love um, it always comes back and we're like oh you know we really liked them or we didn't like them in the beginning and no one really re- like remembers which ones we thought were ugly and which ones weren't because by the time we get to watching the show everybody looks amazing yeah. these are just like weird and pictures photos pictures are so different like pictures are so yeah. different than in person or like in a video or whatever yeah next up and- we have Carl what was that, Amber? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Nope, I'm good. We can not. We can move on from Carl. He's 33 from Miami, Florida. He's got a nice upper body, but his face not so much. How about Kenny, 39 from Oaklawn, Illinois? I wonder if he they, passed a background shiny. check. They must have just stopped him after his run. Oh, I like yeah, the but stars. Only though. his face is sweaty. The rest of him is not. He just so it makes he me just feel like he just got gym. a facial. I feel like he just left the gym. GTL. I, yes. I hate this type of star tattoo. I just so said I like his stars. 
I don't like star tattoos. I like it's I don't like them like this. I don't know. I, I can't. I think it's because it reminds me of this girl that used to work at Rudy's drive in that I made cry a couple times. And she had these really annoying stars on her body and I wanted to punch her in the face. And she also cheated on my friends. So Yikes. Don't have star tattoos if you want Amber to like you. How about Mike, 38, from I like Calgary? Him. I, I like do too. Him. I like his plaid. He looks like a lumberjack. He does. Yeah, ish. He reminds me of Trista's husband. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like the next one, too. I like Montel. Montel, yeah, he's, he's got a 30. really nice smile. He does. He's outside he just, as well. It looks natural. Yes. Noah, 25, from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I feel like that shirt might have been... Back from another era. What the fuck is his necklace? <laughs> is it a penguin? No, you just probably want it to be a penguin. No, I wanted wow. it to be a shark, and then I was like, no, it's not a shark. Um, Which, can I just say? Wait, it might be a shark. Is it a shark? Wait, where's he from? Tulsa, Tulsa. Oklahoma. It's not a shark. It's not a shark. <laughs> um, Brad Womack. They went shark diving on their season. Oh, man. Oh. Which, for the record, I would never do because it prompts great whites to um, expect food out of the water, which is dangerous for people and themselves. But still cool. Showing sharks on ABC. How about the next one? Paige, 37, from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, he looks like he's he's from Santa Fe, New Mexico. I can say that being from New Mexico. I'm going to reserve my comment. I thought you might. Peter, <laughs> 32, from Everett, Massachusetts. Banker. Does he have a lazy eye? Maybe. No. I don't think so. I don't know. He has a nice smile, but I just, I don't. His I don't hair's know. really tall. He has hairy arms. Yeah. Riley. There are a lot of guys. Have we already gone through like 45? No. <laughs> Not 45. We have Riley, who's 30, from Detroit, Michigan. He's okay. He looks very nice. I don't I don't know. I don't have feelings either way. How about yeah, Robbie, he, 31, from St. Pete? Beach. I have lots of feelings about Robbie. He has flowers like on his him. shirt. I don't like his shirt. I don't like his hair. And he looks like he's going to be, like, the jokester asshole that everybody wants to fucking shove off the island. Oh, but wait, look at Spencer. His eyes. I do like Spencer. His shirt is very busy, but he has a very pretty face. His eyes caught me before I could even notice he had a shirt on. Yeah. (laughs) I would take him home with me for sure. (laughs) How about... I don't like the next one. Tian. He's 36 from Great Neck, New York. He's probably very nice, but he looks a little feminine. I don't it, like that jawline. He's got a very, I was going to say he has a very strong jawline. That's a weird I shirt. Do like it dimples. doesn't have like a collar. Yeah, yeah it's strange. I, think I don't shirt, like it. Poor choice. Poor choice. Yeah, I think the shirt is what's bothering me. Like, I think it just was not a good option for him. Guys, we have another Tyler C. He's 27 yeah, he's from same. West Virginia. He is he's not, not the be same. Great. Yeah. He might want a new name because he is nothing like Tyler C. Mm-mm. What about Tyler S. from Dallas, Texas? Nope. Is this like like style back in where you're like close cut shave and then long and curly on top? Is that like back in? It seems to be very popular amongst these gentlemen. Ooh. 
This masks guy is very dapper, but he needs Ooh. some uh, looser pants. Yuzoma, oh, <laughs> he's got like almost moose knuckle. I know, I can see his ball sack. That's what I mean, dude. <laughs> I know, I just wanted to say ball sack. Yuzoma, he's 29 from Dallas, Texas. He's a little pocket square. So, Look at him. I'm, so, I like this guy, but I think he's trouble. I thought he would be the last one, but we have names that start with letters that are beyond the U's. Um, Yosef. Yosef, who's from Mobile, Alabama. He looks intense. Yeah, he does look intense. I feel like he's going to remind me of Juan Pablo. Ooh, that's never good. There's more. There's so there's two more. We have two Zachs. Nope. Does anybody know why I don't like the next one? Because the motherfucker looks like, uh, what's his face? Nick Vile. Does he? I don't oh, see, I that. see that. It's a combination of Nick Vile and Judd Wyatt. Oh, I, really I do see that. Like that. Yeah, I can see that. Hails to the no. Next. Ooh. And our last Zach and our last guy <laughs> is from Yakima, Washington. He's 37. He looks nice. Do we have I no like Colorado he... gentlemen no. represented? Yeah. That's oh. like a first. Yeah. Huh. We'll see. I'm going to try and put this together on a spread, a, pi- a few pieces of paper so that we can get ready for when Claire's season comes to life. I'm very excited. Thank you, girls, for playing that game with me. I always really enjoy it. I like this group of men much better than the previous group of men. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. So what are you guys watching? What are you listening to? So uh, Nick and I, a couple, like it was probably two years ago, I think, back in 2018, Mm -hmm. there was a show called Alienist. And um, it was supposed to be like a one season, like that was just done. Like it wasn't supposed to have any additional seasons, but they brought it back. So that's what I actually watched last night because they had uh, two episodes for their kickoff on Sunday night. So it's called um, Alienist Darkness or Angel of Darkness. And it's set back in like 1930, 1940. And um, Dakota Fanning is in it. And Mm -hmm. she is a very strong woman role in this. And she was like in the show, she's one of the first women who ever got to work at a police station. But she's very outspoken and it's kind of amazing. I just love her character. Um, so I watched that. I also binge watched Unsolved Mysteries. Um, mm. Did you watch them all? I've I watched all of them. The, I've I, only gotten through the first like three. I started when the I first COVID. one, and it was too boring. Oh really? I didn't like did the you, presentation. Did you watch Unsolved Mys- Mysteries back in the day? No, I, I did. I liked the guy, the host. And yeah. this, I just, I tried and I was like, I'm not getting into it. Sorry, go ahead. Oh. You guys like it though. Talk about it. I really liked it. I binge watched it when I had COVID. I was just laying in bed trying not to die, be blue and die. And um, that's, that's what I watched. I also watched F is for Family. Did I've you watch it? That's good. Yeah. Did you like it? It was hilarious. Nick oh, was like, so Nick good. watched it and he's like, what the fuck are you watching? I was like, exactly. Wait. <laughs> How far are you? Did you watch the whole thing? No, I think I was uh, six or seven episodes in, I think, because I started watching it later at night. Mm-hmm. So, um, episode, or Season two is really good. Um, the, I found it interesting that they were, like, showing the characters have sex and his balls were, like, smacking the woman. And I was like, what yeah. am I watching? <laughs> so F is for family, just in case anyone <laughs> doesn't know, is on Netflix, and it is a cartoon 
Oh, dear um, goodness. It's an adult mm-hmm. cartoon, but it's different than the nor- like the family guy and all of those because it follows the same storyline throughout. So it's almost like an actual television drama in that like if they like jokes keep playing on one another and um you know like if something happens in the first episode they'll reference it in like the eighth episode um so it's just like it keeps building and the anger level of the main character the guy is almost exactly like nick (laughs) oh that's funny i'll have to tell pat Pat's uh, Pat's dad watched it, and he said he was having flashbacks to his like childhood because it's based in the seventies, mm. and um, yeah, he I was bet like, Steve it was, was like that. It was very. I mean, it's definitely vulgar. Like my mom yeah. watched one episode, and she was like, "Why do you think I would like this?" And I was like, "Because <laughs> it's funny." <laughs> that was not yeah. the right response, by the way. <laughs> I was shocked in the first like ten minutes. I was like, "Holy hell! What the fuck is this?" But it was good. I liked watching it. It reminded me a little bit. It was like a nice little um, combination of the family guy. And then there was this horrible cartoon that used to be on like Comedy Central that had like Ariel, the princess, and it was very vulgar. And so I enjoyed it. Anybody else? What are you guys watching? Well, with Steve home, I'm out of my comfort zone, so I'm not watching Hallmark anymore. Um, we have binged through Living With Yourself, which is the Netflix show with Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Nick has been watching that. Really good. Really good. And then we um, pushed through Hollywood, which is also yeah. on Netflix. And Sheldon, Jim Parsons is in it. And mm. Very good. Very dark, but very good. Good. Hi. Ashley? I haven't really been watching anything because we've been doing so much house hunting. But when I do, we've been watching F is for Family. And um, and I did watch a couple episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. I feel like I have nothing more to contribute. Watch the rest of Betty Broderick. Like, all boring. No, not boring. Steve and I are enjoying Yellowstone. That My latest season is out. My dad said that was really good. It's so okay. good. So good. We just realized today that we have a new episode and we're like, how did we not know this from Sunday? So very excited. <laughs> Probably because Brad Womack was on the TV last night. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have your positive poly? Yes. Um, a positive attitude gives you power over your circumstances instead of your circumstances having power over you. Awesome. And from the wine book, number 26, sometimes you may need to warm up a bottle of red wine to room temperature. Don't do anything violent, such as plonking it into a radiator or stovetop. If you're in a hurry, warm a glass jug with hot water, dry it thoroughly, and decant the wine, um, thither? The wine thither? Yes. Okay. Warmed glasses work even better. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, why? I'm sure that we have to give the warning about the radiator because some stupid idiot out there did that. <laughs> and that I read up. directly from the wine book. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you girls so much for taking the time to podcast this week. Um, and we'll be back next week. Oh, who's going to be on the greatest of all time next week? No one. 
They're skipping a week because oh, both fuck? of you didn't finish the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't even back, start it. When they come back, it's Allie. Okay. Fantastic. Oh, I love Allie's season. Ash, Amber really loves Allie. I've heard I Allie's name Allie. a lot in this podcast. Yeah. I've not. I didn't watch it. So we'll be back next Tuesday to just talk about stuff. We won't have anything to recap. It'll be fun. With you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.